When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. Oh, let's do it. No Anita Marks today. Ty Butler filling in for Anita on the Fantasy Forecast. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. It's week 18, and boy, did it fly by. 800-919-3776. Hit me on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler. So we are fielding questions. I know leagues are over. Uh, championship round was last week, but you still have your daily play, so we'll get you primed and ready for the action. Uh, and it's it's going to be a fun one because you do have some games with playoff implication, but there's the uniqueness of how do you play teams with nothing on the table, nothing left to play for. Uh, you got some incentives based into a lot of these uh, uh, situations today, so we'll, we'll get you all set. Tom Bauer, Joe Leo on the other side of the glass. How you doing, Tom? We're doing just dandy this morning, Ty. How are you? I, I love the energy, man, because uh, we'll get to Joe Leo in a moment, but you're the one guy we can depend on to bring it, regardless of the hour. Man, you, we, we could have you there till midnight. We could have you there at the crack of dawn. You are going to be the same Tom Bauer every single time, which is why I've often called you the Patrick Mahomes of, of producers at this radio station. I, I try my best every day, Ty. That's all I'll say. Also, I didn't wake up to like a couple inches of snow on the ground this morning, so luckily it was only rain, so I'm in a much happier mood. Yeah, it, it's good because uh, as advertised, we were expecting some, some big snowstorm. Hadn't gotten snow in like 700-plus days. Got to go back to uh, 2022, February of 2022, the last time we got some snow. Uh, but it wasn't, you know, what we had feared, right? Because we know our city just can't handle any type of chaos when it comes to precipitation. So glad I didn't wake up today uh, to to a pound town. But yeah, man, it's good to have you. I don't love that Dave and Rick have ruined uh, your image because now every single time uh, I think of you, I, I, I just see D- Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't love that. Oh, I'm but- glad this is getting brought up again. <laughs> well, because I'm listening to the morning show this week, and here you go getting mentioned, and, and they call you Dahmer. So I, we can't erase it now. You can't erase it. No, it's it's something that'll stick. But it's something that'll well. stick. Hey, Joe Leo. Morning, Ty. I'm I'm so, I'm shocked you're here today, man. Usually you you sleep past alarms, but you know you you found your your way into the studio today. I'm proud of you, bro. You know you wake up what you miss one alarm that shocks your system enough to uh wake up to pretty much anything at this point yeah so now you're you're set you new year new joe leo i'm excited for it all right so let's get to it 800-919-3776 you guys involved in uh any fantasy leagues this year couple and uh it was the collective year from hell for me oh not great what happened just a lot of injuries i had nick chubb in a lot of leagues lost him within the first hour too of uh it seemed like the first hour of the fantasy season and you know i was really high on the dj moore justin fields combo that didn't really go well 
it, Tony Pollard I had oh, a man. lot in with the first pick in a lot of drafts. People it, were very high on him coming into the season. No Zeke, you know, looking to capitalize off of what had been back-to-back really good seasons, new offense. You know, the Cowboys said they want to run the football more. Yeah, it didn't really materialize. That sucks for you, Joe. I'm sorry. How about you, Tom? Any success in your your fantasy leagues? Well, I went 7-7. Seven and seven. I missed the playoffs because I scored less points than the uh, opponent ahead of me. So I missed by one spot oh, due to man. a poor running back play by Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, and also a lackluster season by Calvin Ridley. Ramondre Stevenson, like, uh, if you're, you're taking anyone from that uh, dormant Patriot offense, I guess you would expect good defense, good running game, but that also did not come to fruition. I you know, made the decision to lay out this year. I, I had been so miserable past couple of seasons, I used this as, as a, a redshirt season. I used it as, you know, the, the Jets said, Zach Wilson is supposed to redshirt. That's, that was what, do you what mean I a, did this wait, year. Hang on. It's fantasy. What do you mean a redshirt season? There's was, no redshirts in fantasy. I know, and everyone's saying that. But I, I, I was taking losses, and what happened to me was I, I, I was the type of player who got off to such a miserable start to the season. I then lost interest Forgot to put the lineup in Thursday night. Sunday comes. Oh, I'm, wait a you know, minute. I'm, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm that guy. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're you're a forget to put your lineup in yeah. guy. Oh, that's well, because, the, you're the worst. You're no, the worst. No, I, I I get it. But I guess my excuses. Once I get off to the horrendous 0-4 start, I become disengaged, and now I'm just flummoxed. I I've got no time for it. There's a lack of interest, and I get why you hate that person in the league because you're giving free W's to your to to the opponents. Well, I get it. Could you try not going going four then? I'm just bad at this, man. I, and I, and I like where where would you say is a prime spot to end up in the draft because people differ on it. Like obviously you want to you know be first or second, but sometimes hanging 6 and 7th can do you right. I guess it depends on how many people are in, in the league, but where's that prime spot for y'all? So it depends on how many people are in the league. Let's I would call say. it a ten. Let's call it a twelve-player league. Okay. So even so, even the twelve-player league, as long as you have a snake draft where the twelfth pick gets to pick thirteen, and then so on and yep. so forth, I think you can pick almost anywhere in the draft, and you can have a successful team. Because I've always picked toward the tail end, just because we randomize who goes in what order each year in my fantasy league, and I always somehow get picked like tenth or something me. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's me. So I, I think as long as you have a good strategy and you know what you're doing and you get a little lucky, then I think you're fine. As long as you draft a decent starting core and you get some good depth and you pay attention to the bench in the first four weeks of the season, or rather the waiver wire, then I think you can have a successful season no matter what. Yeah, and you know this year was, talk about uh, just unique with all the injuries, especially to you know the top-tier quarterbacks. Uh, Joe mentioned, uh, you know, Chubb going down. We've had a slew of, of significant injuries that have just wrecked team seasons. And if you are, you know, one of those guys who who were on the, you know, short end of that stick, then it sucks. And then you look around and it's like, oh, Josh Allen played every game. Patrick Mahomes played every game. Uh, Jalen Hurts, for better or worse, played every single game. But it, it's just a luck of the draw. I, I decided this was going to be the year. I sit out and observe, and, you know, I, I'm going to take some notes, see how I can improve, and then we'll, we'll be around our, our, our business next year. But uh, let's just go to the games last night, 800-919-3776. The plays yesterday afternoon would have been defense. You didn't expect a ton of scoring 
The Steelers, uh, their offense uh, is not good at all. And the Ravens were playing a bunch of backups. So you expected that this would be a low-scoring game. It ended up being just that. Uh, Steelers win 17-10. to uh, But you got uh, two turnovers. Didn't expect a ton of points, as I mentioned. And I think that's the direction you were going in. Because what could you expect from offenses led uh, by Mason Rudolph and Tyler Huntley? Last night, uh, I thought the play was C.J. Stroud. This was coming into the game. Because I had listened to Joe Fortenbaugh on the K-Show. And he had C.J. Stroud over points. So you felt like, you know, this game of this magnitude with this significance, he was going to ball out. And he ends two touchdowns. Another game, no turnovers, 264 yards. Singletary had been getting a lot of love this week. You know, people talking about you know, what they were hearing, him being utilized a little bit more. He, in addition to a touchdown, had 63 yards. But if you played these two guys last night, you were sitting pretty coming into action today. Nico Collins, I mean, what a game. 194 yards, a touchdown. He had the bomb on the first drive of the game. CJ going to him. Uh, to get the game's opening score, and it was incredible. Or the second drive of the game, because you know the Colts uh, scored a touchdown to begin it, but a 75-yard touchdown pass, a uh, Stroud to Nico Collins. If you put him in your lineup yesterday, you got a lot of points. And then, of course, the big play we all knew coming into this game: uh, the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, 188 yards and a touchdown. And if you're watching that final drive. Uh, we'll talk about this more later when I, once I get uh, Amani Toomer and, and Mike Tannenbaum on. But thought Shane Steichen got too run heavy. You're down six. Uh, all of your timeouts at your disposal. Chance to take the lead because t- the, the Texans had previously just missed the extra point. And you've got an opportunity to, to be aggressive in that situation. And they, they were super conserva- uh, conservative running the football with Jonathan Taylor. But if you had him in your lineup... You loved it because he goes off for 188 yards, gets the touchdown. We'd love to see him get into the end zone uh, at some point. Why on fourth and one is Shane Steichen not going to his best player? Season on the line, you you are with two timeouts, and the timeout they took before the fourth and one kind of did them in because even if you go for it, you miss, you still have three timeouts, you could get the ball back. But you draw up a play, and, and you don't go to your best player on the field. And I get Houston's expecting that. So, you know, part of me struggles with really wasn't the play call. It was just a bad throw by Gardner Minshew. But I just, you know, it's a it's a terrible optic to have your season end uh, with the ball not in the hands of your best player in Jonathan Taylor, especially because he was unstoppable all game long. And it's funny, Shane Steichen, the former offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, what's the one play, Joe Leo, if he's still the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, that in that spot last night they run? Fourth and one, season on the line. It's got to be the tush push, right? It's the tush push. It's the tush push. Uh, you know, he's not with the Eagles anymore. It's a play that they, they're talking about banning. But, yeah, that's a tough loss for, for the Indianapolis. Congratulations to the Steelers. They are now just, uh, you know, they've done all that they can this weekend. It's out of their control. They got to root for either a Jacksonville loss or a Buffalo loss. Jacksonville, we'll see what happens with um, Trevor Lawrence uh, with that AC joint. But Buffalo, 
Uh, that's on the table. I, I, I see a lot of people have gotten drunk on the Bills, didn't want to see them in the playoffs. I think the Dolphins can can win this game tonight. I think the Dolphins will win this game tonight. And if that happens, uh, Mike Tomlin once again gets back to the playoffs, 17 straight winning seasons, uh, back in the playoffs with one of the worst quarterback rooms in all of football, and Steelers fans won him fire, which is just insane to me. So they get the win yesterday. And then the Texans, congratulations to them. Uh, it, the I I love this matchup last night because you felt like regardless of who won this game, it was going to be a phenomenal story. And by the way, Houston still uh, technically with the chance to to steal this division. They're in the playoffs now, but if Jacksonville loses, uh, they'll they'll win this division. So uh, they got that going for them. But it's a great story regardless because, you know, Anthony Richardson goes down. He had been dealing with a concussion and he comes back, gets hurt. And here comes Gardner Minshew to rescue them, possibly get them into the playoffs. Or you have C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, and they get it done. So now they're in the playoffs, which is uh, exciting for Houston and exciting for the league. You get one of the best young star quarterbacks in the playoffs. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You got to be careful because sometimes what happens is as you're saying something, you, you, you realize this is not going to age well. This is not going to play well, especially with our immature you know, production team in the audience. So what's that drop I got from last segment? So glad I didn't wake up today to a pound town. Oh my goodness. That, that's as bad as a, of a drop as you can get. Listen, if you don't want it immortalized, you should have uh, thought of your words a little bit differently. Oh man, but it's like you feel it happening and it just, it comes out and it's like, whatever. I, I'll just live with the results. Hopefully it, it got past them. But of course, nothing, get past, nothing gets past you guys. You're like, you're like goaltenders in hockey. Nothing gets past you. No, not especially me. And you're lucky that this isn't the case show because I think that one would have legs. Oh man, that would uh, that would that would have some firepower in the March Madness tournament. That that could that could go all the way. He could go all the way. Joe Leo had a great line during the break, by the way, uh, or, or maybe it was Tom who said, "If you're gonna redshirt this season, this was the season to do it because it was just a, a miserable one from a fantasy football perspective. It was miserable with all the injuries, all the different uh." quarterbacks you had some teams down to their their fourth stringer you know look at the jets look at the browns i guess that worked out for them uh but it was it was not a a good season for the for all the fantasy football people i do want to show love 
uh, before we get to uh, the plays of today, to Houston, man, because, you know, uh, former defensive coordinator of the Niners, rookie head coach. You've got the number two overall pick under center, and they're on their way to the playoffs. It must be nice because, you know, some people would like you to believe that that combination just isn't a recipe for success. Uh, but the Texans, because of good coaching, because they drafted the right guy and put weapons around him, sucks that Tank Dell went down a couple weeks ago. But with Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz, you know, Singletary having some action last night, uh, they were able to, to get to the postseason, and they still have an outside shot at getting to the playoffs. So you look at them one year ago, they were in the running for the number one overall pick. They ended up with the second pick, but they were in the running for the number one overall pick which obviously means they, they were one of, one of the worst teams in football. And now a year later, they not only clinch a playoff spot, but if Jacksonville loses or ties with the Titans, uh, if they get the AFC South, then how good that division is going to be coming up? You get Anthony Richardson back next year. Trevor Lawrence you know, will, will put these injuries behind him. And then you have C.J. Stroud, who might be the best quarterback of that grouping. I don't want to prematurely coronate him, but... I, there's really no question to me who's the offensive rookie of the year. I, I, Puka Nakua had a great season. Uh, he was awesome, but you know, Zay Flowers was, was tremendous too. But I think C.J. Stroud has to win this award going away, and that division is, is set up to be, you know, it's, it's set up to be monstrous going forward. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's talk about some of the plays today. That that Eagles defense. Uh, it gives up the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. They've been getting shredded. We saw them blow a 21-6 lead last week to the Cardinals. Uh, they've lost four or five games, and they've just had a tough time getting to the playoffs. Still got a chance to win this division, but they need some help. And the reason why they're in this spot is because the defense has just been you know, one of the worst in football. Uh, Darius Slayton uh, could be a player today. He's had six or more targets in two of his past three games. He also has scored 18 or more fantasy points in two of them. So can he have 100-plus yards for a second straight week? I think that's on the table. The Eagles coming off one of their worst defensive performances uh, in that loss to the Cardinals, 35 points, 221 rushing yards against you know one of the worst teams in the league, which means that Saquon Barkley could be a player today. I know they're going to key in on him with that defensive line, you know, key, you know, having him be one of the main focuses. But you gave up 221 yards last week. Saquon Barkley, to me, you have to flirt with putting him out there today. And then I mentioned Darius Slayton. Uh, he has a chance to you know, do, uh, have some more success because you remember the, the game on Christmas, three catches, 90 yards against the Eagles. And you know that, there's an opportunity there for him to have some more prosperity against that secondary. How about quarterback Tyrod Taylor? So also a good spot for him against an Eagles defense that, check this out, has given up the most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. He finished with 18.7 fantasy points last week against the Rams. Could have had more had his uh, head coach not gotten uh, crazy and lost them that game. But you look at Tyrod Taylor. You could say that that was the best performance by a Giant quarterback this season. And, you know, this, this Eagles secondary is food. That, that Eagles secondary is food. Uh, Giants scored 25 points on them last time. Cowboys put up 33. Niners put up 42. Uh, they, they lay in a, in a win over Buffalo in overtime. Let the Bills score 34. So I get that those are 
different level of quarterbacks, right? Purdy, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. But, you know, what's the explanation for Kyler Murray hanging 35 on, them la- on last week? So uh, I would be all over the Giants today, uh, with Slayton with Barkley, and, of course, with Tyrod Taylor. Another NFC East matchup, you've got the Commanders hosting the Dallas Cowboys in a game that the Cowboys uh, really need to win. Uh, the quandary here is if the game becomes a blowout, you know, by the third quarter, does McCarthy pull his starters? If they're up, you know, 35-7, is that an opportunity for him to get his guys out? They, they did beat Washington 45-10 to on Thanksgiving Day. And the commander's defense gives up the second most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks and second most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So you could on paper see this being a blowout, especially with Sam Howell you know, leading the league in, in interceptions. But for those reasons I mentioned, you know, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks all belong in lineups today. This is a Cowboys offense that has been one of the best in football all season long, should continue today in a game that they need. Uh, to lock up the number two seed in the NFC. So C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks uh, could be in your lineups today. How about wide receiver Justin Jefferson? And we try to look for uh, games where uh, there's some in- incentives uh, baked into you know some of these some of these contracts, like DeAndre Hopkins, which we'll get to in a moment. But wide receiver Justin Jefferson, all throughout his career, has been cooking the lines. At least 124 yards in five of his seven career games against this team. He has been torching them. In the past two games alone, he's caught 17 passes for how about this, 364 yards. And last week, we saw, but just mentioned T.J. Lamb, he was cooking the Lions. He had that, you know, that, that amazing uh, touchdown, uh, touchdown pass thrown to him as Dak Prescott's being taken down. Uh, by the Lions defensive line and you know he was able to spin out of it and get it to CeeDee Lamb for the long bomb touchdown uh, that helped him get to 227 yards on 13 receptions so you could expect more of the same from Justin Jefferson today as I mentioned throughout his career he has just obliterated that Lions secondary Uh, speaking of those incentive-based contracts Titans not playing for anything today their postseason hosts were, were con uh, in the first month of the season. But DeAndre Hopkins still has some contract incentives in play in this game. It's possible for him to earn up to uh, $750,000 if he finishes this game with seven receptions, 49 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. In terms of fantasy points allowed to wide receivers, uh, they'll be going up against a Jaguars defense that ranks 11th. Now, the reason why I would have some hesitation in this, in this play it's just because it, 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 it's everything for the Jaguars, right? They they need to win this game to lock up that division. And I guess there's still an outside shot that Jacksonville misses the playoffs altogether if things don't break their way. So it's a game they have to have. We'll see if Trevor Lawrence is able to give it a go dealing with that AC joint injury. But uh, if you are looking for a receiver uh, with some incentive to perform exceptionally well today, go to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, seven receptions, 49 receiving yards, two touchdowns. That will earn him uh, $750,000 in incentives. 800-919-3776. We'll take a break, come back, give you some more plays of today. Looking at games that matter. Looking at you know teams who would still something to play for and looking at those incentive-based contracts. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Ty Butler in for Anita Marks on the Fantasy Forecast. Just want to mention this uh, because it is newsworthy. Over to baseball, the Mets... Uh, did announce a deal this morning, two years, $28 million, according to John Heyman. Uh, they bring in free agent left-handed Sean Manaya. A curious move. The Mets obviously have a very thin rotation, so they're taking flyers on some guys. You know, After they sent you know, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander packing, uh, they brought in uh, Adrian Hauser from the Brewers, of course, signing uh, Luis Severino from the Yankees, so they bring in uh, lefty Manaya. Who's going to help balance that that you know thin rotation? I, my question, I guess, would be, he's being brought in as a starter, I would assume, right? Because he, he did see some time as a reliever. I think he only started four games last year for the Giants. and did pitch well uh, once he was uh, promoted to being a starter. Uh, but the Mets, uh, it's been a curious offseason. They did say they were not going to be big game hunting just because you know they were playing for 2025, which doesn't make sense to me because they, they literally were big game hunting with Yamamoto. Uh, if he agrees to a three hundred million dollar contract, you know that that's that's a a, a big time move. Uh, but yeah, the the Mets, it, I, you're not going to see anything flashy. I what you really have to you know turn your attention to at some point is this a uh, Pete Alonso extension that they they should absolutely sign him up for because uh, you got to keep him here long term. But yeah, the Mets add Chamanai. It doesn't really move me much, but you know it, it's some of these shrewd moves have to be made to improve a team that last year was just such a disaster and really came into the season with not a lot to be hopeful about in terms of, of this rotation. Of course, Kodai Singa, uh, he's going to be part of the mix. And then you get Quintana, uh, assuming he has a, a fully healthy season. Uh, so the Mets are just going to be in that, that, that weird territory of just hoping and praying guys stay healthy. Uh, it, Luis Severino hasn't been healthy since 2018. Harrison Bader is never healthy, and you just signed them for the Yankees, who we just watched. They they struggled staying on the field. So now you're hoping that it all turns around. Very very curious, but uh, we'll see what happens with the Mets. 800-919-3776. We are talking fantasy football. No leagues are over, but you still have those uh, daily plays you can make. Uh, we were talking some receivers who gave you Justin Jefferson, gave you C.D. Lamb, gave you DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks, and even Darius Slayton, who could have uh, some success today. Let's go out to Tampa. 
Uh, wide receiver Mike Evans had 162 receiving yards against the Panthers the last time they played in Week 13. He's averaged 138.5 yards in the past four games against Carolina and has scored six touchdowns in those contests. This feels like a layup uh, with two touchdowns. Personally, he will break his own single-season career best of 14 in a year. He averages eight targets per game this season. The uh, Mike Evans has averaged 17.3 fantasy points per game against the Panthers in his career, but you can expect that he could elevate his play today. It's a must-win game for Tampa. They win this game. They lock up the division. And how about that for Todd Bowles getting back to the playoffs, back-to-back season? You would imagine that if he's able to produce those results uh, in back-to-back years, I get they were 8-9 and nine last year, but getting back to the playoffs with Baker Mayfield and what should have been like a transition season, bad cap situation out in Tampa, that would be a, a nice accomplishment for Bowles, and maybe they do keep him as the head coach of this team. Uh, let's go to the Rams. Demarcus Robinson maybe will have a bigger role in this game today against the Niners. Rams, Niners, nothing really to play for. Uh, so Cooper Cup's not going to be in action today. Rookie Pukunakua, of course, has to get f- four receptions. Yeah, four receptions, 10 receiving yards to break the NFL rookie record uh, in both of those categories. So you expect maybe he gets in just to break the record and then they'll get him out of there uh, with bigger fish to fry, uh, bigger fish to fry in the playoffs. Rams top two targets resting. So uh, expect Demarcus Robinson to be active and attractive, as Anita Marks would say, uh, in this game today against San Francisco, who already locked up the number one seed. Uh, So they're going to give a bunch of their starters the day off. The Dolphins tonight don't expect a cornerback Xavier Howard to play, which is going to be brutal for that defense. You know, no Bradley Chubb, no Xavier Howard. So he's not expected to play tonight against Buffalo. So could Stephon Diggs have his first 100-yard receiving game since week six? and catch multiple touchdowns for just the second time this season. By the way, could be the last game we see from Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. And I do find it interesting that during this Bills run that has kind of resurrected their playoff hopes, they got an opportunity to get as high as the number two seed today. And um, we've seen throughout this win streak that, you know, it hasn't been the Stephon Diggs, uh, you know, coming out party. It hasn't been him torching opposing defenses so could tonight be the night that they hook up just you know it's a it's essentially a playoff game so I guess you would figure in a game of this magnitude you're going to your best weapon uh, against the Dolphins defense that's dealing with some injury so you know Stefan Diggs could be someone involved in a lot of the action tonight uh, in the past three games, the Bills' defense has given up the second-fewest passing yards, so Tua could struggle in this one. He hasn't scored 20 fantasy points in a game since Week 8 in that win, or, yeah, in that win over the Patriots. Josh Allen, if you're looking for quarterbacks, Josh Allen could be the play. I mentioned all the injuries to the Dolphins' defense. Josh Allen could be cooking them up today. Uh, how about running back Derrick Henry? who has averaged more than 100 rushing yards per game in his 14 games against the Jaguars and has run for 15 touchdowns. He has been dominant against this Jaguars defense. A Jaguars defense that since week 13 has allowed 123 rushing yards per game. That's 24th in the NFL. Henry has averaged over 100 rushing yards per game against the Jaguars in his career. So that could be a play for the running backs. B. John Robinson scares me just because... 
it's just been all year long we've been questioning what the hell is going on with that Atlanta offense. Why isn't Arthur Smith utilizing one of the best, most dynamic weapons in all of football? He has just two 100-yard games, but does get an opportunity today to eclipse the 1,000 yards rushing uh, total on the season and have his best rushing game since he picked up 91 yards against New Orleans back on November 26th. The Saints, who also could uh, steal this division, the, the, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Bucks all still have a shot to get into the playoffs uh, on the final day of the regular season. The Saints have allowed more than 130 rushing yards in four of their past six games, including 228 to Atlanta back in November. Atlanta has rushed for 200 or more yards the past three times it has faced New Orleans. Running back Aaron Jones, and I know our guy Joe Leo is going to be dialed into this game because one of his favorite picks uh, uh, of the day, would you say, Joe, Bears plus three? Bears plus three. For the last like month, I can't get off the Bears. I love you the way love Fields Justin is Fields. Love oh, him. man. You, I loved him in the draft. I'm... So sorry the Jets didn't take him at two. It, what, this renaissance of Fields the past couple of weeks makes that pick of Wilson over Fields hurt that much more as a Justin Fields guy. Does it concern you that Justin Fields tends to turn it on once the games suddenly don't matter anymore? No. I, I just think, you know, his connection with DJ Moore is real. That's something that has progressed over time. He's a classic situation of too many offensive coordinators in too little time. I think he's had, you know, three offensive coordinators in three years. So settling him down, getting him in the system, and putting players around him for him to succeed, I think that's the way that Chicago should go. And I don't think this is just too little too late for Fields popping up his uh, draft value. Well, he might be a victim. He might be a victim of just, you know— untenable circumstances because if you're Chicago and in back-to-back years you get the number one overall pick and you decide to pass on quarterbacks and obviously last year they traded it to Carolina who drafted Bryce Young but you decide to pass and and you you gamble that Justin Fields what we're watching is like you know the the blossoming of a special quarterback and that doesn't come to fruition. That's a that is a move that sets your organization back. Not just people say five years. That's a decade maybe, because it's back to back years. And we can do revisionist history. They you know should have drafted C.J. Stroud last year. We, if we do the redraft, C.J. Stroud goes number one. But in back to back years, Joe, you're passing on drafting the quarterback, and not just that, you can reset the clock because. You know, what's the the best way to, to build your roster? All right, let's have a young quarterback on his rookie deal so we can build around him. Like you said, you, you're, you're punting on that? It's just that that would be a tough thing to do, Joe. Well, I think you have to because you just redid this whole thing. You just got a new coach. You're going to fire Eberflus? Because if you get a new quarterback— Sounds like Eberflus uh, could be staying in Chicago. Well, then if Eberflus stays, I, I think based on— all the draft capital Chicago has, the money that they have in free agency, you could be looking at a Detroit Lions situation with them next year if they keep fields. If they decide to go Penix or Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields, what can you get for Justin Fields? Oh, you that could you're... get a second-round pick for Justin Fields. The way he's playing right now, but you What can, can you second... get for that number one overall pick? You could get 
four, five years worth of draft capital, including like two or three ones for that yeah, number one if, overall pick. But if you think Caleb, let's just say you think Caleb Williams is is what he projects to be. Like, let's be honest. What's the the ceiling of Justin Fields? Is he does he have a ceiling of a top five quarterback? No, right? Like you'd agree. Like as high as you are on Justin, he's not quite hitting that at any point in his career. Top five? Can we agree on that? I can agree on that. But so so CJ Stroud we... is it? I would say you know somewhere between CJ Stroud and, and Dak Prescott, their play this year is what I think Fields is ceiling is. That's a top ten quarterback. You don't okay. usually get that. Yeah, and what people are saying is that Caleb Williams can be one of the best quarterbacks in football. And it allows you to reset your clock uh, as far as how you build this team going forward. So I've got a a chance to get maybe a top-five quarterback versus keeping a guy who we could say, you know, has a ceiling of being top-10, but now we got to pay him. And we've also not seen consistency that warrants us fully believing that he's going to be that guy. So I think it's a, it's a tough spot to be in for Chicago. But all I know is I, I root for Justin Fields because I'm like you. I wanted him coming out of the draft. You better get this right. If you trade that pick and, and Fields flops and you've got to watch Caleb go to whoever, whatever other team you trade with, light it up. Drake May, light it up. Man, you better get this right. You better get this right. Uh, Aaron Jones has had 17 or more touches and 11 or more fantasy points in three consecutive games. The Bears defense has given up the ninth most fantasy points per game to running backs in his fast five games against the Bears. Jones averaging 22.2 fantasy points. And today he's got a chance to do something that, you know, is quite fascinating. Uh, that no Packers player has ever done, and that's rushed for a buck twenty or more in three straight games. Green Bay hadn't had a one hundred yard rusher all season long. Then Jones went for a buck twenty seven against Carolina, a buck twenty against the Vikings, and his first two games back from a knee injury. So he's got a chance to become the first Packer ever to give you a hundred and twenty or more rushing yards in three straight games. That could be a play today against Joe Leo's lovely Chicago Bears. Your li- 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. How about the Jets doing this uh, tweet? First game day of 2024, and you see a bunch of players on defense uh, celebrating and excited. Uh, I don't think that's a great tweet. What do you say, Joe? You're a Jet fan. It's not a great tweet. No, but the social team for the Jets is in a tough spot. What do you want them to do? <laughs> just lay out, man. Really? Just just, you know, out. just tweet just... the game day picture of the, the, the jersey and the pants and that's it? And just uh, lay out? Just don't put a picture of anybody or a gif of anybody. Are you a gif or gif guy? I'm a I'm a gift guy. Okay, yeah, I'm a gift guy too. Um, yeah, just don't do anything. You got to just punt on the tweet. Just the season has been such a disaster. And then you asked me, uh, what do you like in this game? The under, the over under, over thirty and a half or under? I don't like anything about that. First of all, I feel like people who bet unders are weirdos because now you're rooting for like teams to not score. You're rooting for punts, missed field goals. Like that, that that completely changes your viewing experience. So I'm never I've never been a bet under guy. It's also a disgusting number. Thirty and a half. Bad weather. It's like I an Iowa game in college. Yeah, I can't do it, man. I cannot do it. I, I am staying away from this game. In fact, um for fantasy purposes, I, I think the play today would be both these defenses. So, so Trevor Simeon has has gone 78 of 133, 654 yards, two touchdown passes, four interceptions. Meanwhile, Bailey Zappi, 115 of 182, 1,184 yards, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Three of those interceptions came in, in the first half of last week's game against Buffalo. One was a pick six. So you got the Jets, a, a miserable offense, 17 touchdowns, the worst in football. And then you have the Patriots, who have 25 touchdowns. So throw in sloppy weather, and you have to believe that this is going to be one of those ugly games where no points are scored, turnover galore. So I'd be all over both of these defenses today. Cowboys, they, they get the gift of Sam Howell, who leads the league in, in interceptions with 19. So that's a defense that could be on the table today. Maybe Deron Bland uh, gets another pick six. Haven't seen that in a couple weeks. The Lions forced the Vikings to throw four interceptions in their first meeting this season. And these two teams square off again today in Week 18, which is, you know, I mentioned earlier, Justin Jefferson could have a big game. But if you're not a, a believer in that, the Lions uh, could wreak some havoc on that Vikings offense that has just given us terrible quarterback play. You know, Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins, yikes. Uh, the Vikings dealing with all these issues they have thrown seven interceptions in their last three games. Uh, to wrap up, uh, some some other plays. Cardinals running back James Conner is going to face a Seahawks defense today that gives up the third most fantasy points per game to running back. So he should have uh, what you expect to be a strong finish to the regular season. He ran all over the Eagles last week. Uh, 17 or more touches Conner's has. And it scored 18 or more fantasy points in three consecutive games. So that could be a play for you today. And how about Zamir White? Since taking over for Josh Jacobs, who got hurt, 
He's had 20 or more touches and scored 14 or more fantasy points in each game. That Broncos defense has given up the second most fantasy points per game to running back. So expect uh, Jameer White to have a, a huge workload today as part of that Raiders offense. 800-919-3776. So a couple of, uh, of the players we like today, just to recap, um, play everyone. Uh, with the Giants. I, I love Saquon, I love Slate, and I love Tyrod Taylor just because I think there are going to be a lot of points. Where I do think the Eagles get the win and cover the four and a half points, but their defense has been shredded. Uh, play everyone with the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks. Uh, they could have a field day with that Washington defense. Justin Jefferson, uh, he could have a big game. DeAndre Hopkins has some incentives. Mike Evans, big game for him today and a must win for Tampa Bay. And he's pretty much uh, owned Carolina uh, in the past four games he's played against them. Demarcus Robinson should get a lot of action with Cooper Cup not playing today and Puka Nakua, who could play a couple snaps and then get out of there unscathed. Uh, be all over Stefan Diggs tonight, who could have a, a, a coming out party um, against a, a Dolphins defense dealing with some injuries. We don't know if Xavier Howard's going to play. He doesn't. That's good news for those who are looking to get the digs involved in, into some of the action. Josh Allen could be a big play today as well. Derrick Henry, B. John Robinson, Aaron Jones, and as I mentioned, James Conner and Jameer White. Here was Cynthia Freeland on with me yesterday. I asked her uh, the very simple question. Uh, what do you feel about this Dallas-Washington game? Yeah, I mean, you know Dallas is going to come out there and trot out their best because they don't want to leave anything to chance with stealing potential home games throughout the playoffs. They need that number two ranking. Like people are talking about, oh, you know, their home versus away splits. But, you know, they, they'd, like to, they'd like to feel up that, that home field advantage. So they're going to play. I love everyone in that game, including Tony Pollard, who sometimes hasn't really performed for fantasy players the way we expected. But Washington's a good test for them in a lot of ways, but not the least of which is to see, like, can the play calling be a little bit more balanced heading into the playoffs for the Cowboys. I love everyone on that team. How about Eagles Giants? I'm staying away from AJ Brown. I'm only playing I'm only like playing daily anymore because my season long is already over and in daily he's just too expensive, even though he's been, you know, creeping down in price due to performance. But it just doesn't feel like a situation where he's in it's just not it's not a great it's not a great play for him. Deontay Banks has actually played really well for the Giants this year. His ball hawk rate ranks number one among rookies, which is kind of wild if you think about it because guys like Devin Witherspoon, like Brian Branch, they're at least in talks for, you know, defensive rookie of the year play. So I just don't – I'm not going to rely on that in this one. Plus, I also think that this is a type of game where they're going to want to slow down the pace significantly, keep their defense off the field. It's not Jalen Hurts that's the problem. It's the Eagles' defense that's the problem. All right, so there you have it uh, for all of your fantasy football advice on the final day of the NFL regular season. Thank you to Tom and Joe Leo for cooking up uh, a fun show today. We'll be back not too long from now. Give us four minutes, and I'll return with Mike Tannebaum. Adamani Tumor, as we get you ready on New York Game Day for the full slate of games today, reacting to the action last night. So, still a whole lot to do. Hit me up on Twitter at Ty B. Butler, Instagram as well, and we'll get it popping. Coming up next, right here on 9870 ESPN.